Welcome to The Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. Happy Welcome Nooner to time. Wednesday, everyone. Yes. We have a, ugh, I love when we have a studio audience. We do. Mm-hmm. A guest and someone else to watch. My best boy. <laughs> That's me. John Paul. Oh. John Paul just can't get enough of us. He was here. He can get enough of you. It's me. He yeah. can't get enough You're of probably <laughs> right about that. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Because he know. was just here, what, a week ago? Two weeks ago? Two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. Several mm-hmm. shows ago. Speaking of several shows, we had Frankie Jason Turner on right before you jump off. Yeah. Like two weeks before you. Yeah. And then we just learned that his placements, you know, on the show, we were bragging about the 24 placements, which is huge, um, is now up to 65 placements since we had a conversation. And what does that mean? I I think it has definitely something to do with our show. Oh, clearly. But that's probably it. But <laughs> yeah. what does it mean, placements? I don't understand. Placement. Remember what? we talked about his songs are being featured in movies and TV shows. So now it's a total of 65. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, songs he's worked on have been yep. either in commercials or TV shows. Some major prime There's been like 40 more TV since shows. the Nooner oh, Show. So it's since definitely the since he was on the Nooner Show. Yes. Yeah. So yes. to all the who are listening today, yes. when you like, subscribe, and follow. If you want your career to take off like that. When you take mm-hmm. that leap of faith. Yes. We will assist you in changing your life you're we welcome. won't even know we're we won't even you. know that we're doing we it. we do it in our sleep we the do the show mm-hmm. is the trampoline on the leap of faith there, there you go, go. oh i like that <gasps> somebody write tagline. that down someone tell maria manjapani to remember that, yeah please. i hope she's listening oh i hope so too that um, girl no but you know what's interesting is we were going to do at some point we are going to do a where are they now show because mm-hmm. we do have a lot of people who have been on who have had some pretty cool things happen mm-hmm. now i'm not saying it's because of the nooner show don't think i'm saying that but you're not saying it's it, not because but the i'm nooner not show. well there's no proof i'll say it <laughs> go ahead it's because of the mike nooner mcclintock show. on the show go great ahead, things mike. are about to happen to you too mm-hmm. actually After great things are happening and mike has they been are. on the show before so i can't wait to get into what this guy's got going on well let's get started well, let's get started so how was your weekend oh we're gonna get started with that oh <laughs> that was gonna we get started gonna with his introduction mm-hmm. actually well speaking of okay yeah we will get started with his introduction <laughs> let's go um, no but before that real quick I went mm-hmm. to the Detroit Music Awards on Sunday, mm-hmm. and it was the first time that they had in person since COVID, and it was a lot of fun. A lot of our uh, previous guests were there and won awards, like Sweet Crystal, shout out to them. Laura Rain, those are all people that have been on the show. We are nice. getting Gasoline Gypsies on in the fall, by the way, and they won like three awards nice. again. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of rock stars... Mike McClintock is nothing short of a rock star entrepreneur. Uh-oh. He has a vision like Walt Disney, a tech mind like Steve Jobs, and a determination like Barry Gordy. Ooh, all my favorite people. <laughs> His latest creation is Symbolon.io, the first immersive one-on-one concert series. 
Simply put, Symbolon.io is a platform that integrates live recordings with 3D broadcast technology to propel you into the future of audiovisual collectibles. If you know Mike, you know there's more of where that came from, and you're excited to learn about what he has coming up next. We're thrilled to have him on the Nooner Show to give us an insight into his brilliant mind and the next level of innovation. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Thanks for having me on. I'll never live up to it now. Uh, that's, I call you Steve. I mm-hmm. always say to him, this is why I say to Mike all the time, you're the next Steve Jobs. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Well, all right. So Jackie, something a little less than that. Jackie used a lot of really big words that I, I mm-hmm. didn't understand yeah. about the process. Okay. So let's start with explaining some of that so that I can understand as we go on with this interview and some of our listeners can too. Like what uh, uh, Symbolon is? Yeah, mm-hmm. Symbolon.io. What so is it? Symbolon is uh, holographic concerts. So it's a 3D immersive metaverse. Does that mean it's virtual? It's it not can be, you-, you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. You can do it in a headset. It's best when you do it in a headset. Um, and it uses a volumetric capture to create a 3D movie of a person. So like John Paul is in there. He went into our uh, capture studio and it's inside of a 3D world, but he's 3D, right? But okay. it's not a cartoon. It's not a video game of him. But is, it's but an it's, actual it's, performance of him, but you can walk around inside of it and you can walk behind him. You know, you can tap him on the shoulder. You can go back out in the audience. You can watch the whole show. So it's really him. It's like his physical being. Yeah. It's a real person. Yep. And you have recorded this. In three dimensions. Yep. And. So somebody watching. Somebody it, watching They're this, wearing a headset. They can be in a headset. But a headset. The VR well, headset. Uh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. When I think a headset, I think of like headphones. Mm-hmm. But you're saying like like Yeah. Like glasses. an Oculus. Yep. A Quest 2. Or a, you know. Like glasses anyone. or something mm-hmm. that they watch. Or they can watch on their phone or their computer. Yep. But you're saying like glass, like the... The, the virtual reality. The, mm-hmm. It's virtual like reality. Virtual reality. Glasses are going to be the best experience. Yeah, that's that's where people say, oh, this is cool. And then they put the glasses on. Right. And they go, well, this is like game changing. This is crazy. <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm there. Because you really do. It's very immersive. You completely feel like you're there. And what are some examples prior to music? How is this technology, this, how is, how, what are some other ex- avenues like that people are using? That people it, right? are already using so that our listeners can understand, maybe they can make a connection like, oh, you, you can use it to go on a trip or go. Is that how? Yeah. So there's a lot of, dip, there's, there's things where you can have like a 360 degree video in vir- virtual reality. And mm-hmm. then you're kind of just in there watching uh, a movie that is all oh, okay. around you. So that's, there's okay. a lot of that. You can see that all over the place. So that's already there's, a technology that's, that's available. That's things, yeah, you can go on YouTube literally and just, you know, look up 360 videos. Oh, okay. Um, so those are there. That's, that's, that's been around for a long time. It, then you have things that are sort of created like a, like you look like a video game character. So people will do that. You've seen Snoop do that. Okay. You've seen this is all over there. And then this is volumetric video. So that you're creating a three-dimensional character that's a real performance of the actual person. And it's video, not, you know, just pixels. So it's a completely new thing. You'll see a lot of uh, Hollywood studios are using it now to do virtual production, that kind of stuff. And there's very few that have been doing it with um, virtual reality for concerts. Because it's pretty complicated to do with within the industry in and of itself. And that's where you... Yeah, got, so, just got started, and so, John Paul has made 
video or videos, plural. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. He went to Chicago with us in the capture studio and we made uh, holograms out of them. And those are in there right now. You can see them on Symbolon.io. Yeah, it's way cool. It's and like he's in there with Team Money Green. Yep. And my uh, my little Marshall amp, which is the first <laughs> Marshall amp. That's a volumetric video in the metaverse. Heck yeah. No, it's pretty like when I put the glasses on and even just watching my own performance, I feel like I'm there, which doesn't make any sense because it's me. But mm. it's 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 pretty wild. It's pretty. It's so, crazy. So how did you like figure out that there was a need for this? Like, well, how did it take us back to that? I think that? it's debatable if there's even a need for it. Okay. Um, but it's definitely cool. But I was, uh, I sketched out this whole idea of what the music industry would be, you know, say 10 years from now. And I drew it out on this big piece of poster board. Okay. And, now you're not a musician, right? Right. Okay. Are you a gamer? Like, no. No. Okay. So, how did you, what made you want to do that? So, I mean, my kids are into it, for okay. one. So that's a big driver for it. And I love music. So I'm not a musician, but mm-hmm. everybody, I, f- I feel like I know like 8,000 musicians mm-hmm. and everybody around me is, you know, a musician. And it's been that way like my whole life. I mean, people in, you know, family, you know, you saw people even at the um, uh, Team Money Green's um, uh, record release party yeah. were just people that I've known for like 50 years yeah. That are musicians. And that's just kind of like who I hang out with. You okay. know, they're just, that's mm-hmm. my world. Okay. Um, and I've seen that, you know, they needed something like this to do something, especially during COVID, where they could actually make some money and make a living off of doing it virtually. So you didn't have to necessarily go all over the world. So I've set it, set up like, this is what we have right now. This is who I need. I need to partner with somebody that does this, that has the volumetric capture studio kind of a thing. So I drew that all out on a piece of paper and then went and found uh, the partners that I needed for it and then built the rest. When did you launch this? Um, about six months ago. Yeah, we've, it's been in a soft launch. I mean, it's kind of like beta launched where we're just kind of testing it out. It takes a lot to... Mm-hmm. Um, have people actually use it and beat it up and kind of refine it. How did you get, you said you had partners that you needed partners to do the different parts of it. How Mm -hmm. did you get them to, to buy into this? It didn't really have to get them to buy into it. We went out there to to find the people that needed, uh, I mean, it was a no brainer for them. They needed, they had capture technology, but they didn't have any way to commercialize it. I had a way to commercialize it, so here we go. So it was a, a marriage of two great yeah. pieces right. and developed its own entity. Or right, its own yeah. Being. It's easy once you find, you know, it's not like you got to sell them and convince them. And uh, if, it, if it makes sense, it's going to make sense. I mean, you know, it's always put an offer out there for people that they would feel dumb saying no to. So it was just an obvious thing. It was an obvious partnership. So when did you come up with the idea? One week into the two weeks to uh, slow the spread. <laughs> oh yeah okay something to do it was li- i was in my office looking you know because it, it was the only person in the whole entire building so uh i just looked at them was like well what are we gonna do now we're gonna need to do something a little uh less uh in person okay um, so i sketched it all out and you know here we are wow that's pretty amazing how many people have headsets Already, like how many people? Uh, it's like 150 million in the U.S. So various wow. types of them. Half. <laughs> Apple should be coming out with theirs any minute now. I thought it was going to come out in March, um, but it's. I think it's coming out at their developer conference. And so what theirs is going to be 
super high end Apple ish, but <laughs> that'll be, you know, then you've got the quest and then you've got HTC has some, and then there's all kinds of different main, you know, various levels of quality of it. So your, your platform, no matter which brand headset you use, mm-hmm. you use Apple or you use, mm-hmm. you know, XYZ, you can use any headset on your platform. Yeah. So what's, what's unique about what we've done, there's a lot of people that have built, you know, sort of game engine type things for it and you have to download the game and, you know, each one has its own, uh, this is just in a browser. So if you can, if you can use a browser and open a browser up in your headset, there you go. That's all you need. So we wound up, we figured out a way to make it all work immersively with just a browser. So we don't have to use, you know, you don't have to download a seven gigabyte game to, to use it. So this is brand new technology, a brand new, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. a yep. brand, everything brand new. So there really isn't anyone who's done something like this that has set the groundwork to say, oh, you go, you do this or you do that. Yeah, really not for music, not for, right. for concerts. So yeah, that's part of one of the, one of the challenges right now is that you almost have to just like drive over to people's, you know, to their office or house and put the headset on their head and then they go, oh, wow. To help them understand. Now I understand. Because yeah. they have nothing to compare it to. you can't really, it's hard to explain it. And they're like, yeah, 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 I've heard all that. I'm sure it's a metaverse. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's talking about that. Because there's a lot of people that are talking about it. But ours, you know, there it is. Put it on their head and they're like, oh, okay, now I understand. So you said the inspiration was you needed something to do for two weeks. Well, no, I was just looking around thinking, mm, we're going to need to do something different in the whole industry like you know right, we but needed it started a whole because, new thing right but yeah. it started because you knew you were going to be housebound for two weeks or to stop yeah no right? i just it just happened to be at that time where i was thinking oh, okay. we're going to be housebound for a long time do you think that thought of being housebound helped speed this along not really no once it uh once i decided that i was going to make it mm-hmm. then it was just a question of you know how long was it going to take so i don't think it sped it up so you you said it's um you've had like a soft launch but not really officially a big right launch. so there's a big and so there's a sister kind of company another startup called Omni Dream I was going to ask you about that yeah. one yeah that's Omni Dream you so just type in Omni Dream and put a dot before the uh, am that'll take you there it's an armenian domain okay but it's just called Omni Dream um, and that is basically the uh, marketing and kind of a digital street team for the metaverse. Um, so it's uh, that's that's where we're going to drive uh, the real uh, official you know launch once it's out of uh, beta. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when it does launch, what does that mean? Like, is that um, this, is this going to be an avenue for musicians? Like, they're going to say, mm-hmm. "Hey, instead of doing a normal music video, I want to do." Yeah, so it's definitely um, it's not it's not a, a competitor, if you will, to the music video. Okay, you know, it's it's a it's a new thing, right? You should still do a video. You should still tour. You should still play live. You should do all those kinds of things. This is just another form of of it's a new medium do you um, think for your music but do you think because of like prices or things that have happened with Ticketmaster and yeah. stuff like that that people are going to stop going to live shows when they can actually do something like this like actually be involved in the show from their house there's some people who have said i'd rather do this 
me mm -hmm. go in the headset than go to the show. But, you know, I think people, st I still like to go to shows. You know, <laughs> I don't know if it t totally, there's something you can't get from, from going right. to a show. But, you know, if it's in Portland and you're in Michigan, maybe you just do it in virtual reality. And I'd like to chime in on that too. I like as a musician, but also just as a consumer of music, I have a handful of friends who don't go to concerts ever. Yeah. You know, they, that's just not their thing. I, I'm um, so I think this people. reaches a whole new yeah. segment of people, you know, that otherwise wouldn't. And I think it might drive more traffic into live shows because someone who might not go to a concert might have something like this, you know, like an artist they like, and it might drive them to go to more concerts, you know. Or someone who's housebound or has limited physical limitations. Sure. This would be a way mm -hmm. that they could experience a concert that they may not be able to do as easily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Plus a so, concert happens and then it's over. Right. But, but this virtual can do reality, again. you can go there six times a day if you want. So <laughs> if I put if you I know? put the, the, the headset on and I'm going to watch John Paul or T-Money or any of the artists that have already done this, you said I can interact with them. So they perform their music, mm -hmm. right? But then you said I could go up and... Yeah, you can put yourself up on the stage in this Right, so you can be in the audience listening, yep. or you can go up and be on the stage ups. and do yep. backups. And mm -hmm. are you able to record then what you do? Yeah, some of the, the hardware allows question. you to do that. Yep, so you can record it while you're in and there. And say, hey, look, mm -hmm. here but, we go. But so mm -hmm. like if, if Gina's watching it at home and she pops up on stage and she's recording herself, how mm -hmm. is that going to affect, like, can she start posting it and saying, I was doing backup for John Paul? <laughs> like, can she, can that happen? Sure. Because oh, you know mm -hmm. I will. It's John Paul. <laughs> that, that's already happening with the uh, augmented reality version on a phone. With, with John Paul. In fact, I think your drummer's got you placed in all kinds of compromising <laughs> places. Yeah. Oh. When, uh, mm. when you came out to our hyped up live session, Mike was showing like PJ and mm -hmm. Anthony and stuff, how to use it on the mm -hmm. phone where you can like, it shows whatever setting you're in through your camera, but there's just a little John Paul on your screen that goes wherever. And like PJ had me on a shoe and Anthony was putting me up on the wall. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Oh, they had to really mess with T-Money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving forward, mm -hmm. where do you see the next step? Like where will this, it's beta now. What, what's the next step from? So once we this? launch OmniDream, that'll be the, the network of the fans that promote it and share and get rewards and things like that for it. So that's how we bring it to the rest of this to market. And then we also have sort of OmniDream has a, a street that you can walk down essentially in VR and go into various different venues um, and see a bunch of different shows. Do you have the Nooner show? We could, put, studio we could totally. There yet? We could. We could put the. We could put a three sixty camera right in the middle of this. Let's do it. Let's do it. And we do would it be in the first. We would be the yeah. first show or podcast. Yeah. And people I should have <gasps> brought. I should have brought a camera. Oh yeah. That's well, fun. we can get you scheduled we'll, we'll again. Get you, we'll do that. Yeah, so sure. here's the whole interesting thing. On one hand, I think. Like, I love going to live shows mm -hmm. because to me, it's like about being connected with all the people there and mm -hmm. the energy and stuff like that. But I feel like young people, they don't want that. So this really is going to suit them better because right. they don't seem to, you know, want that same type of connection or they don't think they do. But then when I listen to the street team thing, that is a way that people mm -hmm. are going to be connected. Well, I think they want to be connected to the people they want to be connected to. So, you know, your friends, you know, your sister, 
your so your girlfriends you, they want to go they want to have a um, a watch party together in oh. in virtual reality but they don't want you know a bunch of a bunch strangers. of creepers hanging all over the place as well so that's what's different I guess I like the creepers <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah I, I, I mean like there's a, there's something about yeah there you know I mean I like to go to shows and be mm-hmm. in the mosh pit that's where I kind of you know the first shows I went to were right. you know it was just open down there in the main floor of Joe Lewis Arena and yeah. Just had to fight your way up to the front of the stage. Mm -hmm. That's great. Apparently, there's a lot of people who don't like to do that. Yeah. Um, But they do like to experience it. But it's also, you know, it's complimentary, too. You can do both. You can go to the show, but you can't go to the show every day. Right. But you can experience something on your couch in your living room every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like video killed the radio star, but not really. Right. And Mm -hmm. VR won't kill the video star. Write right. that down, John Paul. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it'll be, it's complimentary. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's just, it's a totally different medium. So you don't really have to be a gamer for it. You know, it's just regular people who like music. I think that's probably the killer app for VR will probably be something that's not a game. It'll probably be some kind of uh, immersive entertainment mm-hmm. that causes the whole thing to really take off. Right now it's mostly gamers are in it mm-hmm. they have that that's the reason why they have headsets the vr headsets and is it the same way for a gamer like are they immersed in it like can they place themselves i've never i mean I yeah know. i mean there's virtual reality games and it's kind of a very small portion of the whole gamer world mm-hmm. and you know this is something that i would say it's you know it's not a game mm-hmm. it's just a form of entertainment it's a different kind of uh of medium for it. So will people eventually, like, is this how you see it? Once it's out there um, and you want to go see, you know, John Paul at a concert or somebody else, what will you do? Buy a ticket mm-hmm. or have a subscription? You like, can, how are you going to... There's both. I'm working on, on both different ways right now to see which uh, works out better, but it's also uh, on the blockchain. So you can buy, um, you know, tokens, NFTs as tickets for oh. a gated experience. You can pay cash for a ticket. A lot of stuff's just free just to get people to uh, play around with it. But I'm thinking that uh, possibly it's a subscription as well. So you can just go see all the different shows for a fee each mm-hmm. month. Are there artists who are looking to explore to see how it grows their fan base? Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that so why we've they got get some, into this? We've got some major artists now, now that we've um, proved it out with the, the first set so we've got some major artists that have already have huge audiences that are uh, coming into it. They'll drive a lot of the traffic to it as well because right. um, they've already got, you know, 100 million fans. And a certain subset of them will just use it on their phone. Some will use it on the computer and some will use it in the, uh, the VR headset. But it will, it, it, that in and of itself will just be an experiment at that point to figure out how does that grow your fan base but again, that's also what uh, Omni Dream is for, mm-hmm. is uh, all that kind of the analytics and fan uh, CRM and database and all the technology behind the world uh, of VR that will, you know, drive the growth of the fan base. So is this going to be affordable for, you know, up and coming musicians? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so uh, we haven't charged any musicians anything yet. You know, so yeah, it will be, yeah, because what's this isn't about uh, trying to charge musicians a bunch of money. It's about helping them make some more money. Mm-hmm. You know, and for the musicians, eventually, like the let's say local from Detroit, 
will they have to go to one of the studios in Chicago or where, yeah, where so would you do Yeah, so we've got Chicago and L.A. There's other places around. There's not, I think there's 67 different, you know, really high quality volumetric capture studios for that. But we also do, we've done stuff locally here with just uh, 360 virtual reality cameras. That's a smaller, uh, older type of a technology, but it's still really cool. It's the same effect, so, though? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have five or six locals. We're going to schedule our appointment so that we can do that for the Nooner show. Mm-hmm. He's going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. Anyone yeah. else got a question? <laughs> we could totally put the Nooner show in. There. I think it would be fun. We too. could have people, mm-hmm. you know, too. sitting Sit in our this, studio uh, audience. Be our studio yes. audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got to talk. Mm-hmm. I got ideas. Yeah. We're not Make going to yeah, I wasn't yeah. saying, uh-huh, moving on. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, I yeah. I'm in. I mean, that's He'll a, try anything. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. He doesn't have to post it. <laughs> he <Yeah>. knows. <laughs> Poor Maria Manjapani, something else for her to do. In moving forward and in this becoming more readily available, where do you see, where do you see like the crossover between the the video, I guess you call it. I don't I don't know what I don't know the terminology. The, The experience. The experience. Thank you. Where do you see the crossover to the experience and then it being able to be used to help someone like further their own career in Maybe they want to do music or maybe they want to, maybe it's a cooking show or how, how do you see that as an educational tool? VR? Yes. Just in general? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a whole new medium now. So, right. um, you know, I so guess. So there's a lot of possibilities. There's a, there's an infinite number of possibilities. I You're, mean, we haven't done cooking yet, but I think we'll do comedy next. Oh, you do know? You f- That'd be fun. It's, it's sort of like uh, people originally when MTV first came out, remember it was all... Um, like British bands mm-hmm. it was a really weird mm-hmm. subset of mm-hmm. like stuff because everybody in the record industry was like, well, we can't have this, you know? So there was people who, you know, it was like the Buggles. Nobody would have known who the Buggles were if they didn't have a song called Video Killed the Radio Star and they made a video out of it. And it was like one of 20 songs that was on MTV at the time. So I think we're at that stage right now. We're at the, what is this kind of a thing, you know, or we're at the uh, MP3, you know, Napster stage of all these Mm. things. Mm -hmm. It's really, really early, which is where you want to be. Right. But it's going to do, it'll do, there's no way to connect the dots going forward on it. Right. We'll be able to look right. back on it one day and connect the dots Steve going backwards and say, that, right? this was so obvious. Yeah. But right now, I'm just, I have no clue. I have no idea. It's just like, this is really cool. People like it. Let's keep going. Um, do you monetize it by charging people or does it do something where it just drives, you know, streaming traffic so much that you're making a fortune off of it? Like, you know, what they do now with a regular music video. We've heard from the creator, the developer, the entrepreneur. Let's jump over to John Paul and your experiencing doing this. What were what was something that was surprising to you when you first did recorded? Well, like Jackie and Mike had kind of like talked about it, and then Jackie was relaying the information to me. And bless <laughs> we her heart, <laughs> I had no and idea what it was. She's, and she's. <laughs> If I don't understand technology, she yeah. really no. doesn't understand I, I own it. So I kept That's asking true. her questions and she'd be like, yeah, 
I, I think so, yeah. And then finally, I actually like <laughs> talked to Mike about what it was, and he explained it to completely me. Completely like, different. Whoa, like that's crazy, you know? So it so was. So she was the black and white version, and then you got the Technicolor. <laughs> yeah, right, well, exactly. And I was just like, just be there. Yeah. Don't worry about She's it. She's like, oh, it's like a music video, you know, but it's like 3D. I was like, well, what does that mean? Like, that doesn't mean. Make- Am I going to have to wear funny glasses? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, so no, but when I finally like got with Mike about it, and he was like really explaining to me, you know, everything it is it was i was completely mind blown and and just the whole experience everything i just felt like i was in the future you know and right Mm -hmm. um and so that and then you know again when he put put the headset on me and and we i was able to watch it back and be immersed in it it's just it's so like i i look at vr and like i do think it's the the future but i don't understand it at all you know but yeah when you when mike explains it it's like no this is 100 percent like this is the next wave of okay, so just consuming me. things. So how so was he? He's ex- Mike's explaining it to Team Money and I together. Yeah, <laughs> that should have been on video. <laughs> what well, that is? Oh, great! <laughs> that, yes. Please don't put that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's some bribery right there. Yeah, no I wish kidding. I had a video of Jackie explaining it to me so we could put together what Mike actually told her. And a then compilation. What, yeah. What was hey, really? How about you're welcome? Jim I know. Paul. I know. Right. I appreciate exactly. it. You're welcome. Here's okay. what you thought you got, and yeah. here's what you really got. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you pulled up in Chicago at the studio, you probably had no idea what you were really walking into. Yeah. No clue at all. Yeah. Pot- <laughs> Otto was the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Another How do, people who are interested in participating and watching and experiencing or, how, learning, more. or learning more, how do they contact you? You just go to symbolon.io and you can do, you can use it, you know. It's, Which it's, we will have the links. We yeah, will have the links. It's a lot, of, it's the a lot of, you know, there's there's free stuff to use. You don't even need to pull out your credit card at this point. You want to go hang out with John Paul in the metaverse? Just go. Just, and soon to hang out with Gina and Jackie right, in the metaverse. Right, exactly. You know. And what about uh, musicians that want to do this type of video? Shoot me a, you know, Mike at Cymbalon.io. Okay, so they can contact sure. you from mm-hmm. there. Um, what else do you see coming up or do you have coming up that you want people to know about? So Cymbalon's out there right now. Uh, OmniDream will be uh, next. The You know, the two of those things together and then the the virtual world that's inside of OmniDream. That'll be uh, another whole mind-blowing type of a thing. And then we've got a lot of uh, major artists coming on. I'm not going to announce any yet today. That's the come, next show. But I'll come back on the next show. We'll yes. do it in the 360 uh, virtual where, reality. Where are they now? And mm-hmm. I'll uh, mm-hmm. announce uh, some of the uh, household names that'll be in there. That's exciting. Yep. That's really cool. Um, for Omni Dream, when that launches, will an artist be able to contact you and say, you know, I want to hire Omni Dream to promote my music or, or, yeah, or just, create a straight team to, to, to hype up my show? Go or, to Omni Dream on their phone. And build that up, right? You know, they don't even have to contact us. It's so, almost like a new social media yeah, platform. Yeah, so of. it's a, oh, it, it connects okay. to all the social media platforms. The artists and the bands and their managers can go in there um, for free and use it to promote, you know, whatever they're doing. They can they, they don't have to promote Symbolon. They can pr- just promote hyped up live sessions. They can so just we promote, can promote our podcast. You can promote the podcast at this point. There. Just yeah. not so not and smile, Jackie. If you're a, if you're a creator. You know, we're not we're not trying to go out there and charge uh, a band to use the platform. You know, we can monetize it with other things. We can monetize it through oh, wow. uh, sponsors that okay. are uh, brands and things like that. Oh, 
That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to get bombarded with this. One last thing. Mm -hmm. You have such a growth mindset. And and I know this because I worked with you on other things when Mm -hmm. we've had dilemmas and you were the first one to step up and say, this is going to work like this and boom, boom, boom. Mm -hmm. For somebody who, you know, has an idea and and wants to put their idea into practice, create a business, launch a business, whatever. What do you think they need to do? What's like the first thing? The first thing, just start doing it. You know, traction comes from, you know, just start something, just do it, just go. Don't think it, don't stop thinking about it. Just do something. And everything, every first version of everything sucks. Every conceivable thing that I've ever put out there is like embarrassingly bad at first. <laughs> if so you, you have to be comfortable with that. You have to be comfortable with putting the first version out there. Mm, that's um, a good one. And in order to be able to, you know, so that helps if you're, if you're comfortable and you're okay, well, you're not going to be comfortable with it. You're going to hate it. I hate Symbolon. It's to me, it's a total disaster as a developer. Mm-hmm. Everything about it is like, there's 5,000 more things that it needs but if I waited until those 5,000, it would never see the light of day. Like at some point you have to just put it out there. And if Take you're not, that leap of faith. If you're not embarrassed by the first version of it, then you waited too long. That's excellent. Take that leap of faith. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's perfect And you have to be, advice. you know, just, just be insane and do the things <laughs> that you're uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. That's great. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, who who's your uh, like big mentor? Like if you could sit and pick anybody's brain, alive or dead, who would it have been? That's a good question. Frank Zappa. Oh really? Mm-hmm. He's still alive, isn't Mm-mm. he? Oh, he's not. No. Nope. Why Frank Zappa? Well, he was a rebel, and he took no shit, you know, from anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he did things that you know his music. A lot of people look at it and think it was just really weird. I mean, he was just a different, he was an alien. He was just on a different planet. And he didn't care that the record industry didn't, he didn't conform to whatever it was that they needed to do. Mm-hmm. He was just, I think, you know, it wasn't even like he was putting it out there. He was searching for some sort of thing. He was building up some sort of strange world of, uh, orchestration. He was like, it was like an, he was like an orchestra conductor and he was, he does, he did things that if you analyze his music, that is just, nobody's done it before and nobody's done it after. Um, but to me, what's most interesting about that is he kind of like Prince, you know, he just took the reins himself and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it my way with my, my label, my own process. And I don't care if the record industry is interested in doing it this way. I don't care if it fits with their formula because mm. I've got a whole different way of doing it. And his, just the way his mind worked was, you know, he was really interesting politically too. I mean, the guy was on like Crossfire on CNN and, you know, arguing. Oh, really? Yeah. He would like back in the day when they were putting warning labels and stuff, mm-hmm. he wound up on there doing a really good job of, you know, defending the artists against, you know, what he viewed as whatever tyranny or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was really, 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 really a good arguer, really good. And then they wound up keeping him on there for all kinds of other things. And he just beat the crap out of people. He had a great mind. He just mm-hmm. really did. Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have, um, that's not who I thought. So I'm going to have to research. Uh, what would you think it was going to be? Oh, I don't know. I thought it would be like a Steve Jobs or somebody Wozniak. like that. Steve Wozniak. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Mike McClintock, thank you so much. This was awesome, and I can't wait to see. Thanks for having me. All these videos, and and I think you're right, though. I mean, it, it's fascinating to me just your ability to have that kind of vision. That's mind-blowing to me, just mind-blowing. Mm, thank you. I have tossed the fortune cookies, so go ahead and take your fortune cookie. Just rip the cookie. Ooh, the bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot with Symbolism.io. Okay, your biggest obstacle is you. So if you get you out of the way and bring on Symbolism.io, you will have a successful future. All good things come with patience at Symbolism.io. Oh, there you go. You will overcome difficult times with Symbolon.io. Oh, <laughs> all right. Exciting fortunes today. And Thank yeah. you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Symbolon.io. We will have the links up on our page. So if you're an artist or creator of any type, check it out and contact Mike McClintock. John Paul, thanks for joining us. Yes, too. John Paul. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and everyone, remember that sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking the leap of faith and have a great week. Yeah.